What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the show. All right, fourth week in a row. God, some might say I'm actually consistent. This is weird. <laughs> Fuck, I even heard the guys on Podblock talk about it. Well, Joe did anyway. He mentioned that three weeks running on the uh, you know the airing of their latest episode that I've been consistent and fuck if I'm not here for a fourth. So let's get the right fuck on to it. That, okay, that didn't come out right. Let's get right the fuck on to it. Let's get the fuck on to it. Let's get the fuck right on to it. I guess that does make sense. Uh, I need to quit second guessing myself. So I go back and listen to these sometimes. I I like to do a little you know, QA, uh, quality assurance, for those that don't know. I like to go back and check and make sure that things sound okay because as part of the career I'm trying to get into, that's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so I like to go back, peruse these episodes. I don't listen to the whole thing because, I mean, let's be honest, I lived them. Unless it's down the bunny hole or a podcast that I sit in on, I don't usually listen to it. I have i don't think I've ever gone back and listened to a full episode of one of my shows. One of my solo shows, anyway. I'm going to kick the gain up a little bit. Whoa, that's a little spiky. Sorry about that. But, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I wonder what that button does. That does... Nothing. Okay. This one? Oh, maybe that's what I'm looking for. I'm trying to shut it off through my headphones so that I don't hear the echo because these are, as I've said before, these are semi-open headphones. So they kind of project out the audio in which they're playing, <laughs> I guess. And the playback can pick up in the microphone and then it generates a little feedback, maybe a little echo. And we don't want that. So anyway, I like to go back and listen to these sometimes. And what I've noticed with this show is sometimes the volume's a little too low until I do what I just did and kick the gain up a little bit. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I mean, when I'm in the car and I'm listening to podcasts, I kind of have to jack up the volume a lot. But then, it, this is in my rental car anyway, when I unplug my phone from the uh, USB link then it switches back over to radio but at the same volume and it just blows my eardrums just the kingdom come so I don't know what it is it's it's not just my show it's all of them so I don't know maybe because there's no real range of frequencies other than what's being picked up in terms of my voice um <laughs> maybe it just registers pretty low because I think, especially with my voice, because it's a lower register, so it doesn't pick up a lot of the upper range of frequencies. It doesn't project, I should say, a lot of the upper range of frequencies. So I don't know exactly. So this is kind of a little trial and error, you know. I, I should be doing this level of, of QA 
before I upload it, but at the same time, I don't give that much of a fuck. I mean, I just want to get this stuff out there. Um, the other thing I've noticed is that it sounds a little muffled, and I don't know if that's because of this pop filter I have. So the SM uh, Beta 57 that I have is a great microphone, and I bought a little pop filter for it, which is, for those that don't know, is the screen that you put over your microphones. Sometimes they come in like this mesh circle that is an extra piece that gets placed in between you and the microphone and it prevents the B's and the P's and the T's, anything with a really sharp attack. It prevents the p -p 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 or the p -p 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 kind of sounds from really getting through to the microphone because those can be really annoying and hard to control <laughs> in mass quantities. So they're pretty essential. Well, the one I have is actually a, I forget the actual term for it, but it's a, it's a, like a sleeve that goes right over the head of the microphone and covers it completely. And I don't know if it muffles it too much. Like I kind of want to try it without just to see what the difference is. And then when I go back and listen, I'll try and listen to this part so I can tell, but I'm afraid it's going to make a lot of noise. So if it does, um, if you're listening through earbuds right now, I recommend you kind of pull them away. And if you're not, then um, plug your ears, because I don't know how loud this is going to get. If I can figure out how to take this thing back off. Ah, there. I don't think that was too bad. Let's click that back on right there and have a listen. Oh, it picks up my breath a lot more. Oh, God. Um, it sounds kind of cool, but I'm afraid of the high attack noises. I don't know. It's not bad. Did you hear that when I said bad? It was a tried not to do that too loud. Um, yeah, so it's it's a really cool cover though because it just slides over the top and then it magnetically clicks to these these <laughs> this uh ring that I pushed up from the bottom of the microphone and it's kind of sitting really nicely just underneath the screen. It's pretty fucking cool actually. But I think I'm going to put this thing back on just cuz I don't want to make these awful noises. Oh, again, um, pull the earphones away or plug your ears because this might get loud. I know the last one wasn't really that loud, but this might actually get loud because I might scrape against the mic. Huh, there, that wasn't so bad, I don't think. There's a little spike, but nothing too damning. Damning? Damning? Damn it. All right, so how is everyone? What's been going on? I'm uh, recording this on a Thursday night, which is one night later than I guess I usually do. Which is also odd, because Thursday night is supposed to be my studio night. 
but I never heard from my mentor or teacher or whatever you want to call him. Granted, I did email him yesterday, which is probably a little short notice. And even more so, sometimes he gets so wrapped in what he's doing, he kind of forgets to message people. (laughs) And you, you have to be really persistent. And because I didn't podcast last night, I wanted to tonight, and I knew there was the potential to do down the bunny hole tonight too, but uh, Zach had to call a rain check in. Um, and so I was like kind of looking forward to that, so I'm like not super persistent because I was like, well, I can still podcast at least. So, um, hi everyone, you're my plan B <laughs> for this Thursday evening. Uh, uh, what a week. I think I've talked on here before about how hectic work has been lately. And without, you know, boring everybody with the details, it's just been a lot to do. You know, it's the work of, I I equate it to the work of four to five people being done by two to three at a time. And soon to be just two. And right now only two and maybe one. (laughs) You know, there's just a lot going on. People are off for various reasons. Our temp that we have is going to be gone. Uh, I think tomorrow's her last day, which sucks because she's really fucking good. She's been such a big help because she's competent and capable. And I can leave her alone to do work without having to babysit or supervise her. And believe me when I say that's really rare in a temp. Granted, Every other temp we've had has been from a temp agency, and she is not. She's actually the boss's niece. So my boss's niece, I should say, my direct superior. Um, but speaking of which, I might as well not uh, stand on ceremony here, so to speak. Uh, my boss called me in his office today, and I sat down. And he's like, no, 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 close the door. And I'm like, ah, boy, what did I do? And I'm thinking, like, fuck, did I did I say something wrong in front of his niece, you know? Because, I mean, her and I get along pretty well, so I'm I'm fairly open with her. You know, like, I don't hold back. I don't filter to an extent. You know, there's obviously some things you don't say to certain people. But, I mean, I, I drop F-bombs left and right. I make jokes, I crack jokes with with the guys at the warehouse around her, you know, and, and but she chimes in all the time, so it's like I'm not I'm thinking like, well, I couldn't have done anything like that. Um I'm like, fuck, did am I not working hard enough? <laughs> what what's going on? of course I immediately think the negative, but who doesn't? You know, it's like when you get called to the principal's office back in school, you never go there for a good reason. So right as I sat down, he immediately said, You're not in trouble. He's like, I just want to tell you, I'm, I really appreciate your hard work. And even then, as he's complimenting me, saying that I'm doing such a great job, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, is he going to fire me? <laughs> like, is this a layoff or something? And I'm just like the lowest dude on the totem pole here. And um, But no, he, he full on said that he put in for a raise for me. And fuck, I got one. A substantial one. I I don't think it's prudent to say on here how much it is. Um, I mean, if you want to know, you can message me privately and I'll tell you. But I didn't expect that. I mean, 
I didn't expect, I, I knew there was like a general like cost of living kind of increase going on. And we just got our bonus, which was whopping fucking enormous, you know. And I'm just like, oh, there's more? <laughs> you mean you've got more incentive for me to stay here? Which is great because the commute is a fucking pain in the ass. And like part of me has been, I haven't been considering quitting or anything like that. that that's been the furthest thought from my mind. But I've just been like, there's got to be something I can do to make this commute not suck as bad. And I know, I still need to try the train. <laughs> I will eventually. Maybe after I get my car back. Or I can just fucking do it already. Um, But yeah, you know, he, he just told me that he notices the hard work that I do. And... <laughs> and he's just... He keep it up, you know? it's, And this is my my reward, I guess, for how hard I've been working. Cause I mean, we've been really slammed, like inordinately. So I, I feel like we deal with a, a lot of the shit, you know, it's like tech support. Yes. They have to deal with the customers and the irate people, this, this and that. But we deal with when, when there's a problem and it needs to get fixed, it comes to us. The problem with that is it's just it generates a lot more work for us and and we're getting we're getting on top of it you know we're we're talking to the right people we're we're fixing everything we're assuring the quality of this product you know I mean, it's in my title I'm a quality hardware technician that's <laughs> that's my job so when it when you boil it down it's like I, I'm really the one that has to deal with the brunt of anything and everything that can go wrong because nothing that gets designed is going to be perfect for as much as you want it to be, you know, as much as like, this is my baby, I'm creating it. It's going to be perfect. It's going to go into the world and do all the right things and never going to fuck up once and never going to have an issue. And we all know that, especially with electronics, that's not the case. <laughs> I mean, how many times have you picked up your phone and it just, sucks there's something wrong it lags it locks up the the battery is dead i mean which is a typical issue but it's an issue nonetheless and we're the ones that deal with that and that's fine that's our job i'm I, that's how i view it it's like this is what i'm here to do yes i can bitch about it but that's not going to make me work any less harder you know, <laughs> and, and it's a phenomenal product. I mean, I think the service that we provide is, is exceptional, especially over the last year with how much we've grown. It's, it's incredible. Like just in the time that I've been employed there, the, the, the turnaround that's happened, you know, things like that, you know, it's, there's just so much going on and it's, it's really incredible. And I'm really proud to be a part of this, you know. I I mean, maybe I'm just riding the wave off of all the good news today, but, you know, it's it's like when, when people take the time to appreciate something that you do. You know, this is my job. I mean, this is what I'm supposed to do. I don't see it as anything else. I don't, I'm not pushing myself to be better at this job because I can make more money out of it. I didn't even think that was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> You know, when I wanted the job in the first place, I didn't know bonuses were a thing. I didn't know that that 
level of perks were available. I just wanted a job that I knew I could do good at because every day I do good at it, I can do that much better the next day. And I'll be damned. I mean, I guess people notice, you know. I've I've always done as good a job as I can because the people in charge never paid attention. So I did it for me. And I just happen to have a manager that actually pays attention. <laughs> so I'll be goddamned if that isn't the coolest thing. Yeah. Pretty fucking rad, let me tell you. Um I also got interestingly enough an email went out saying that the CEO wants to take 15 to 20 employees a month, invite them up to corporate and have like a little luncheon with them so you can get to meet other people throughout the company, you can talk to him personally, you can ask questions, things like that and Amongst the first couple waves of it, I got invited, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, as I mentioned before, I feel like the low end of the totem pole here. So I think it's kind of weird that <laughs> that me, you know, this guy in the warehouse that nobody ever talks to. Like, I don't get phone calls. I do emails occasionally. But even that is, you know, sparingly with people throughout the company anyway. And it's just, it feels weird that I'm going to be like in a room full of people that are a bunch of number crunchers and pencil pushers and, and such. Not, not in the, in the derogatory sense. It's just, that's what they do. You know, um, you know, the technical writers, the, the accountants, the salesmen, the CEO of the company, you know, it's like all these people that I, I view as a lot higher up than me. But then again, I've always been in a job where I've been the low end of the totem pole. I mean, I was a dishwasher. I was a parks maintenance temp. I mean, you in, in my previous, I was a, you know, a stocking boy at Target. You know, it's like in, in all the jobs that I've had, I've been the least amount of person <laughs> on staff, you know. So... Even now, I still have issues when I look at my, my coworker, the other technician. I still look at him as a superior. I, I mean, I, I, th I think part of that's due to the fact that I when I started out there, I was a temp. But I still look at him as my superior. I, I don't look at him as an equal. <laughs> I think he is in charge. Maybe it's because he's been there longer. And it's not because he even projects that kind of attitude. He doesn't talk to me like he's in charge. We talk to each other like we're coworkers, like we're colleagues, like we're equal. But it, it, there's still a small part of my brain that's like, ah, he's been here longer. He's higher up than you, you know. It's just, it's really strange. But this is without a doubt one of the, despite all the hard work, you know, and and the issues that come up with what we do. This is one of the best working environments I've been in this past year because, um, I don't know, it's just the people there, for one thing. You know, all the guys there, and one girl, <laughs> who's going to be gone tomorrow. 
they're all great people. They're all fun to talk to. They're all great to work with. You know, I, I, I have a little something to talk about with everybody, you know, the one guy in the back, we, we talk about games and food and music and we play ping pong together all the time. The next guy up, we play ping pong together. We bullshit about some things we see on the internet every now and then. The next guy, we just crack jokes with each other. And the next guy, he's an audiophile. You know, so he found out about my music career and he's like, oh, hey, music person. <laughs> the guy next to him is a drummer who has been on tour, worked in the studio, used to work for a company that would set up and tear down gigs or at least organize gigs, you know, in different venues. So we connected very well. The next guy is my coworker, and I don't know that we have a whole lot in common, but we just get along. He's funny. He likes to sing weird songs, <laughs> just random obscure 80s songs. And we get along that way. My My boss, we get along because his kids play baseball, and I played baseball growing up. We both like fishing, you know. Um, the other boss, the other manager in the warehouse, we get a, we get along to an extent. We don't talk very much, but when we do, it's like music, you know, or or just whatever we're shooting the shit about while we're all standing around having a beer, you know, <laughs> which is an awesome aspect. We we take off like a a half hour at the end of the day on a Friday every now and then. Oh, excuse me, we all throw back. Uh, couple frosty soldiers as it were and it's it was like a tradition of the company i guess and they just made it a normal thing and this this company is really good about making you feel like they appreciate you you know maybe i i think i think it's maybe just because i've had such good exposure to it but um, like for example, when we come across the end of one of our financial quarters, then they, they buy us lunch. They buy everybody lunch that day. You know, when, when times come around that like Christmas, for example, we all got these wicked fucking rad backpacks. And a couple of months before that, we got these awesome Eddie Bauer jackets that are worth like 50 or 60 bucks. It's just like these, these little tokens of affirmation are wonderful. <laughs> and I never thought I'd be really proud to work in a place that relies so heavily on, I don't know, like the the electronic world. You know, it's like, it's weird because growing up, I was always good with computers. My dad and I would rebuild them all the time to the to the extent of just like swapping out cards taking out motherboards, putting them in new chassis, stuff like that. And we were good at it. I didn't know what the different chipsets did. I didn't know that there was anything really intricate to any of these boards. I just, I knew what was what, what went where, and what did what, you know? <laughs> and then fast forward to, you know, 25 years in the, not, I wasn't five years old doing that. It was probably 10. Fast forward 20 years in the future, almost 21, you know, Years in the future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and here I am in a job that... That almost bases itself off that... That, that home life education I got from hanging out with my dad. 
to an extent. I mean, there's still a lot I don't understand, but there's a lot that I'm learning too. And I don't know. I just, I never thought I would ever be in a job like this. And it's really cool and it's nice. You know, it's, I I know that it's bad. I've heard it said that it's really bad to have a fallback plan because you know, if if you have a dream you're chasing after, but if you give your and you give yourself um, uh, something to fall back on just in case it doesn't work, you're basically setting yourself up for failure because you're telling yourself that there's a possibility that you might not do right, that you might not do what you want to do, but there's this other thing that you will settle for. And when it comes to chasing your dreams, you really should never settle. You know, you shouldn't ever say. Where I'm at right now is good enough, even though where I want to be is a little bit further down the road. <laughs> you know, that's that's bullshit. You should never settle for anything less than what you extremely desire. That all being said, if something were to happen, <laughs> you know, if the if the audio career doesn't pan out the way that I see it want that I, the way that I want it to, then by all fucking means, this is not a bad place to be right now. <laughs> um, and what's to say I can't do both you know once I start getting some people that need some work done I can do that stuff on the side I can take my stuff with me to work I've taken my computer with me to work hooked it up there on my lunch break to my monitors and worked on my homework there I just plug in some headphones and I use <laughs> I've used my keyboard my mouse at work just swap the plug over you know simple as that although with my mac anyway i've brought my own because you know mac products are superior but it's <laughs> i don't know it's it's a good place yeah talking this close to the microphone is irritating my mouth oops sorry i take a drink This podcast is brought to you by Seattle Cider, Dry Hard Cider. It's not actually brought to you by that at all. They don't sponsor anything, but that stuff is really good. I like dry cider. It's got a nice bite to it. I went to the store to pick this stuff up, and then I thought, oh, hey, Alexa's talking to me right now. Hold on. Alexa. Off. <laughs> I must have said something to trigger her again. <laughs> I did that the other night where I, I was talking about cars and I said Lexus. But I put the word uh in front of it. So I said Alexis. Oh, she didn't do it that time. Well, when I said it, she must have heard me and then my conversation continued on. She went, I do not understand what you are asking, but in, my volume was up really loud. Freaked me the fuck out. It's also really funny to me. But anyway, God, where was I? Um, oh, yes, I went to the store. What did I say that triggered her now? That is so weird. It's It's really strange because you just start hearing the voice talking out of the corner of the room and I'm just like, who's in here? with me right now. Um, 
Yes, I went to the store to get this up, but then I thought, oh, I should look and see. Maybe I can get some whiskey or something. No, they don't have 40 Creek. How do they not have 40 Creek? I I don't know. I'm really particular about it because Podblock got me hooked on that. <laughs> they, they started talking about it so much I went and found some in Oregon when I lived there. Found some. at. The, I had to go to the liquor store. Well, they don't sell liquor in the grocery stores in Oregon. They do here in Washington. I don't know if people know that, but you can go to like Fred Meyer or Safeway or Target. And there's liquor, full-on liquor, like whiskey, tequila, vodka, all of it, in the grocery store. <laughs> I remember when I first saw that, I was like, the, the first time I saw it, I saw a thing for margarita mix. And I'm like, they sell margarita mix in the grocery store? And I look over, and I'm like, those are all the ingredients. That's tequila. That, what the fuck? You know, I was like, that's so weird. Um... But yeah, in Oregon, they don't do that. You have to go to an actual designated liquor store. Which is weird, because here they actually have liquor stores, too. Like, right next to the Safeway, in which they sell liquor, there is a liquor store. It's bizarre. Safeway is one of the local grocery stores. I don't know how um, widespread that is, Safeway. But it's a cool store. Um, Albertsons, Hagen's, we're all part of the same net. At one point, a Safeway. I don't know what else. But anyway, yeah, they. I went there, and they don't have fucking Forty Creek. So when I was in Oregon, I had to go to the actual liquor store to get it. And I tried it, and I went through a bottle, and it was so good. I bought another bottle and then left it at my house. And then I moved out of that house and left it there because I'm like, well, they might want to drink it. And then every time I came over, it was still there, so I kept, like, sipping a little bit. But here, you'd think in a grocery store full of liquor, they would have it, and they don't. It bums me the fuck out, but maybe I'll try that liquor store right next door to Safeway. That's It's so weird because now I see it in grocery stores so much, I don't think, oh, I should go check a liquor store. It just doesn't click with me anymore. But this Seattle Cider Company, Dry Cider, is a nice substitute. They have... um. Dry cider. They have one that's like an oaked maple flavor, which is actually pretty good. And then I think like a semi-sweet is one of them, and then something else. There's like four different flavors, I think. But I don't know, for 12 bucks for a pack of four, that's not bad. What, three bucks a can? That's about right. Before tax. <laughs> oh, God, what a week. Um, had therapy this week. That was pretty good. It was nice because I didn't have it last week because of the concert. It was really nice to get back in there and talk with him. Um, what else did I do? Work, work, work. Girlfriend came over last night. Um, poor thing has, her face was kind of like half swollen and like by her jaw. And so today she woke up and apparently it was worse so she went to the dentist and had looked at and she might need to get a root canal done up there's a she had a crown put in a few years back and i guess they might have put it in on top of a bad tooth and they didn't notice that so she's got to go get the crown taken off and then looked at and made sure that there's nothing worse going on under there because i mean root canal oh 
Sounds awful. I feel so bad for her. Hmm. Truth be told, I was thinking about doing this recording last night, and I was going to be like, hey, you want to jump in on the show with me? And I could actually get her on here. That'd be fucking cool. But she ended up going to the gym last night and was there until like 9.15. And then we kind of got in a little fight about that (laughs) because I thought she would be over a lot sooner, and she did too, but then her gym thing went late and I don't want to be like, well, you need to not go to the gym because that's horrible of me. And I would never actually say something or mean something like that. But <laughs> it was so stupid and funny. Cause she's like, well, what do you want? Do you want, you know, is it worth it? Do you want me to come over? Or you want me to go home? And I'm like, do whatever you want. I was being really passive, aggressive and dismissive about it. Very, uh, like whatever. <laughs> Eeyore, very Eeyore about it, I guess. Um, unneeded, unneedingly, unneededly so. There's a word. Unnecessarily, there we go. I was being that way. And turns out she was already on her way over anyway. <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, that was fun. It was good to see her. I She used to come over during the week quite a bit. Not quite a bit, like once a week, every Wednesday or so. Actually, yeah, it used to be every Wednesday. Um, when I lived in Renton, which is funny because that's farther away. <laughs> you know, But that was, you know, the beginning of our relationship when all we wanted to do was be together. And now that I live a lot closer, um it's easier, but it's harder for her to get to work from here than it is from her house. So, you know, she has the choice. I don't blame her. And so last night was really cool because I got to see her during the middle of the week and that doesn't happen so often. I sure do enjoy spending time with that girl. She's, uh, she's something special, that one. I don't know what it is. I mean, I know what it is about her. I don't know what she sees in me. (laughs) Isn't that always the case, though? Something I'm doing is working right, because that girl appears to be pretty fucking in love with me. And I with her. Like, holy shit. (laughs) It's funny, because I'm reading this book called The Five Love Languages. And it talks about what particular style of love really appeals to you. There's, I might've talked about this before, but there's words of affirmation, which is, you know, verbal, like verbally acknowledging your significant other in either what they, in what they do or how they are, or just how you feel about them. And that's me like to a fucking T. I, I love that so much. <laughs> and I told her that, and like like a couple of weeks ago when I really figured out which one was me, I told her that. And ever since then, she's just been like, you know, every day or every other day, just randomly texting me, telling me she loves me, calling me just to tell me that, thanking me for doing things, acknowledging when I put forth some kind of an effort, just affirming me verbally. And... 
<laughs> I've never felt that good about you know someone before in that regard. You know, a significant other. I've never felt so loved. <laughs> it's weird. I didn't think that was possible. Um, and it's pretty cool because her her love language is what's called acts of service. So it's it's funny because mine's the words and hers is the actions, <laughs> basically. So it's like doing things, expressing your love by way of doing an action of some sort, like, you know, cleaning up the room. You know, like before she came over yesterday, I cleaned up the bathroom for her because I knew she was probably going to take a shower after going to the gym. I made the bed. I cleaned up the bedroom so she could walk in here to a comfortable environment. You know, things like that. Or, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I woke up before her and I got her coffee and brought it home and had her wake up to her favorite fucking iced beverage. You know, it's things like that. And when you can learn to to speak each other's love language like that, it makes the relationship so much fun. Like, there's just this really good energy in it. You're not constantly at each other's throats. You're not bickering about anything. You might, like, complain, but that's just life. You know, you always complain about things in life. Not about each other, but to each other. And when you can establish that kind of connection with someone, it just it makes it so enjoyable. We have a lot of fun. It's weird because I, I never can figure out how to express it because I always say it's it feels very effortless, but we both put in such a maximum amount of effort. <laughs> you know, it's like we don't have to try to make this work. It just works. It just happens the way it does. But in the regard that we're still putting in the work to it, you know? I I used to be a firm believer of, you know, you can't be in a good relationship if you don't fight sometimes. Because fighting, you know, keeps it a little spicy. And whereas that can be a little true, <laughs> I, I think I was using that as a reason to pick fights at a time. Granted, it depends on which relationship we're talking about in the past, you know, but. Excuse me. Um, I, I think I just always use that as a crutch to verbalize a problem I would have with something rather than, you know, analyzing it, saying, well, do I really have a problem with this or am I the problem? <laughs> you know, it's kind of a thing, but. I've been doing a lot of work on the person that I am, especially in these last few months, ever since I started therapy, for one thing. And I could really feel a difference. Like, I'm not sulking all day. I don't feel that knot in my stomach. It feels like a bowling ball that's ready to burst out at any minute and just circle around and smack me in the head. I don't feel impending doom like I used to. I don't I don't feel anxious as much. There there are still days. I still have days where like all of that which I said does not exist exists. <laughs> it's it just it comes in waves, you know? Like nothing can be going wrong and I'll just all of a sudden feel like shit. And it happens, but 
I'm at least at the point where I can trace it back to where it happened and try and figure out why. Like maybe it was a thought. Maybe it was a fleeting, you know, moment in my head that came and went. It came and went so quickly I don't even remember what it was, but it left a bit of an impact in my emotional state of mind. And then I can look at that, okay, why did it make me feel that way? And then I can tell myself something to counteract it, some, you know, rational thought. Like, no, that's ridiculous. You are good enough. And then give myself examples. You know, it's like, look at all the hard work you do. Look at the amazing things that you have accomplished, you know. It's it's like tonight. I feel like, you know, if if I wasn't going to go to class, I'd feel like a failure because I know a lot of people are I don't know if expecting is the right word, but they're 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 wanting me to you know, follow through with this. They're wanting to see me do these great things that I want to do. So if I have to take a week and even last week I took off of it too cuz I couldn't get in taking two weeks off of it, I'd start to feel weighed down by that. I'd be like, oh, why am I not going? Am I really just not that interested in it? You know, or am I not good enough? Does he not want me there because I'm starting to not be as helpful or as beneficial of a student as I used to be or something? You know, those are the kind of thoughts I would have. But my first thought when I didn't hear from him today is he must be really booked up with a session. He probably just forgot, <laughs> you know, that happens with him. It's not that big a deal. What I do need to do, though, is um, email him earlier in the week rather than the day before. I need to push it to a couple days before that. Just to put the bug in his ear so that when he gets a moment to think about it, he'll be like, oh, I could put him in here, you know. Um, something that's really cool in regards to that uh, Robbie Christmas one of the clients of the studio the first live show that I worked it was his performance and um, his album that my teacher mixed tracked mixed and I don't know if he mastered it I don't know that much yet but all the work he's been putting into it that album comes out tomorrow March 31st 2017 so, um, matter of fact, here, I'll find you the name of it because Robbie's been talking about it on Instagram and all the social medias and such. Um, bear with me one moment while I do a little searchy-poo. Rob. Robbie Christmas. Uh, tomorrow, my new record, When I Finally Get Myself Together, will be available on iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify, and at www.robbychristmas.com. Spelled just like it sounds. Um, Robbie being R-O-B-B-I-E, and then Christmas, like the holiday. Um, yeah, A's. Here. That doesn't even do any justice because that was played through a phone into a microphone. 
<laughs> and I don't even know how well it played through, but Robbie's got it. That dude's got a golden fucking ticket. And he's he's humble about it too. He's not like he's not like some of those people that's like, Oh, I'm such a good artist. Like I got all this this power and this talent and I'm just the best thing ever. He's not like that at all. Like he knows he has the talent, but he doesn't get cocky about it. He's like he's just passionate and you really see it in his character. And and what's really fucking awesome is the band is named after him. I mean, Robbie Christmas is his name, but there's a full backing band with him. And he makes sure you know who they are. <laughs> like on Instagram, he did a a leading up to the release of the album or the EP rather. I think it's an EP. Yeah. Is it an EP? Does it even say right there? I mean, he said album, I think. New record, he said. Um it's it's an EP, yeah. Sorry, I'm reading. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, leading up to it, he did a little expose on each band member that he has, and I think a few friends even that helped him out along the way. Um, yeah, it's it's just really fucking cool. You know, he just did one for everybody. And it was, <laughs> I just, I, I'm floored by that because, I mean, it's his band. It's him. These guys are just, you know, at first glance, these, this backing band is just helping him to facilitate his music and the way he sees fit. But that's not how he sees it. And that's not how it is. They're a band. Like the drummer says, this is my band. You know, the bass player says, this is my band. <laughs> you know, it's, that's, it is, it's all of their band. Robbie Christmas is his name, but it's also the, uh, what do you call it? Um, the brand name of the band itself too. So yeah, but in any case, get, get you some of that, you know, buy it. Don't, don't be stingy with it. Pay full price. Come on, <laughs> wherever you can buy it. Don't just listen to it. Don't just download it. Um, cause it's worth it, I promise. It's really good music. If you like soft rock, folksy, blues kind of music with a little bit of a... I, I don't want to really want to say a pop vocal twist, but that's about what it is. You know, he's he's got a bit of a poppy voice, but not in an uh, an annoying way. You know, it's he's, he's very talented. And I think anybody that listens to him can benefit from doing so. And I'm not even getting anything off of this. I helped record their <laughs> their note-taking session when they all sat in the room and just spat out ideas for about three hours. That's the most I did with any of this project. <laughs> Other than that, I have, I've heard a couple tracks from it already. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> so I don't make anything off of this. I'm just trying to push forward um, an amazing group of people and their ability to produce such beautiful works of art. Now I'm getting all emotional over it. Not really, I'm just gassy. <laughs> but I am emotionally passionate about this. Emotionally passionate? Aren't I just passionate? Could be argued that one cannot be passionate without emotion. 
Yeah, possibly. Well, how fucking long have I been doing this? I don't know how to change this to a time. Oh, maybe click there where it says time instead of measure. <gasps> there we go. I hope it didn't just like hiccup right there. 49 minutes, 33 seconds in. I think I'm going to call it quits. But before I do, um, should be noted that the Tangibound Network is making a few changes. I don't know how much I'm allowed to indulge or indulge. I don't know how much I'm allowed to um god i'm off with my vocabulary tonight i don't know how much of it i'm allowed to really you know expose to the world but long story short 8-bit pachycast has been taken down and some of the earlier episodes of down the bunny hole have also been taken down because i hosted them on the same server that i hosted 8-bit pachycast so I had to go in and take all of them out. Um, there's a good chance that all the previous episodes of 8-Bit are gone. And possibly for good. Well, they are gone. I deleted them off the server. But Mark said something about how he saved them and transferred them to the new one. But now there's a hiccup with that. And there's just a good chance they'll be gone forever. Which is fine. I know I don't do that show anymore. But I'm actually thinking about bringing it back. However, because of the fact that it's going to have to be a brand new show, I'm literally going to call it a reboot, <laughs> you know, which makes sense given the fact that it's so video game oriented, you know, 8-bit rebooted. Come on, that has a pretty good ring to it. So keep an eye out for that. I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to potentially doing three shows again. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've been I've been really trying to maintain the consistency with this show at least and it's reignited my passion a little bit. You know, it's it's reminded me of why I like doing this. You know, I I always said I'm not going to do anything unless I have something to talk about. But then if I just sit down and start talking, it triggers memories that make me talk about something else and I fall down that particular bunny hole and just start going off on these tangents. Blood pods. <laughs> I didn't know how to fit that in. Um, so I'm going to keep doing it. And if I get burnt out, then I'll just knock one of them off and it'll probably be 8-bit like it always is. But that'll at least give me a, a reason to be nerdy again. So, <laughs> uh, But anyway, I think... Uh, coming up on about an hour i'm gonna go ahead and call it but thank you for listening if the sound quality is fucking weird on this please let me know it sounds really echoey to me in the headphones when i turn them on but that could just be because of the fact that the microphone picks up the echo or the sound through the headphones because they're not you know isolating i don't know so um if it's weird let me know if not then just enjoy it for what it is. You know, if you can take away even the smallest amount of anything from this and apply it to your life, then I'll know I've done some good. Yeah. So, 
on that note, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Later, taters. <laughs>